Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, I'm John, the executive producer here, and I just want to let you know that uh, we appreciate you watching, and all of those of you that support us financially and just by having a good time here and chat with us. Uh, particularly, we want to thank our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, which are Rowan Parker, Drevian Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L. Thank you all very much for your support over the years. It's meant a lot to all of us. We appreciate it. And now I hope you sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Wild Mount Adventures. I am Jeremy. I am the Dungeon Master, uh, taking this group through a campaign of my own within uh, the the Wild Mount Exandria. I don't know. You guys might decide to go to Taldore. You guys might decide to go to um, uh, uh, Marquette, which will be interesting because I don't know. I don't know much about the map of Marquette yet, but we would see how it goes. Who knows? But currently, Wild Mouth. Um, I will go ahead and introduce, well, you guys introduce yourself after an even better than usual start. Uh, I'll start with Corvus. Hi, I'm Corvus. I am playing Cameron Eska, Human Rogue. And Zagrog. Hi, I'm Zagrog and I'm playing Hakim, Human Wizard. And L. Hi, my name is El, and I'm playing Prize, the Elf Cleric. And Lilth? Hi, I'm Lilth, and I'm playing Keris, the Humanish Warlock. And Navarin. Hi, I'm Navarin. Those were all place names that I'm definitely aware of and have heard before, yeah. and I'm not hearing <laughs> for the very first time in my life. And I'm playing Seeker, the Warforged Ranger. Well, I'd, I would hope you would have at least heard Wildmount and Exandria, because I've said it, at, I said them at least thirteen times now. Yeah, I've heard those ones. I, I meant the ones you initially yes. started yes. talking about, which he's also said before. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't hear those ones. I mean, fair. Uh, no, all you need to know about those currently is Taldore is a different continent, and Marquette is also a different continent. Um, nice. They are exciting. But, so, when last we had left our protagonists, you had made your way into the town of Shady Creek Run in the Grain Wildlands, just north of the Dwindalian Empire. Uh, you had just walked away from a location within the cursed Zavalier Wood, where Karis had learned several things about the undead individual who had turned her into what she is now. She discovered that the person's name was Reese Jagentop, a high-ranking member of the Jagentop family that makes up one-fourth of the crime families known as the tribes of Shady Creek Run. Your... That's known as a quarter. Yes. Uh, your goal was to head into the city and get supplies so that you could make your way through the Dunrock Mountains and get your drow comrades, Zoraim and Quaven, to the Kryn Dynasty uh, in Jorhas, preferably to Rosanna, the, the dynasty's capital. Uh, the reason for this is Zoraima was being hunted by Martinet Ludinus Deleth, not directly but through subordinates um, of the Cerberus Assembly, 
because she had been a prisoner of his from birth as she had some memory buried within a past life that the Assembly hoped that they could use in the Dwindalian Empire's war against the dynasty. Upon arriving within Treaty Creek Run, you had resolved to get in, get your supplies and some warm weather clothing, and get out before you ran into one of Reese's minions. Unfortunately for you, that wasn't necessarily meant to be. I mean, you haven't run into Reese's minions yet, but somebody had recognized Prize. Uh, Cameron went to chase this person down, uh, and learning learned that he was named Zanril Fletcher, and he knew Prize when she was under the quote-unquote employ of her master, Lord Auric. Zanril assured Cameron that Lord Auric was elsewhere and believed Prize dead. However, he also had agents in Shady Creek Run and might well learn otherwise. Zanril said he could make sure that didn't happen if they would settle his gambling debts with one of the other tribes of Shady Creek Run, namely the Mardoon family. More specifically, the debts are to one of its leaders, named Ophelia Mardoon. Fortunately, Karis knew that the Mardoons were no friends to the Jagentoth, as they compete for business ventures, so you're at least not, oh, you're not being asked to settle a debt with somebody who's best buds with that whole situation. Um, Zanril went his own way. You returned to the rest of the group and some conversation ensued, which included convincing Prize that they weren't just going to let her run away. Uh, among those making such a statement was Quaven, who had previously promised that he now considers Prize to essentially be under his protection in a way similar to Zarema. You eventually decided to try to handle this matter to keep Prize safe by going to talk to the Mardoons, and that was where you had left off. So, guys are, I believe you were in an inn, or something like that. Uh, I believe we were in the clothing shop. Were you? In, mm. That's right, you were. That is correct. You were in the clothes contact. Um, a shop run by a halfling woman, uh, who had given you all some privacy. So, mm-hmm. being here, what would you like to do? Uh, I think the plan had been some people were going to stay and get supplies and try to do that while the rest of us would go talk to these people on the basis that if we like go and talk to them and it's completely unreasonable, worst case scenario, we get our stuff and run away. I think that's something you thought was a plan, but that has definitely not been expressed to the group. Okay. Well, that was, that was, I thought what, what what Cameron had suggested as the plan, um, and I think it's still he still would 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 express uh, that. Think, think that is a good plan. Um, He's just thinking it very loudly. Yes. <laughs> Look, I you like, I will point to uh, Zarema and Quaven. Be like, you two can get all the stuff. You kind of presumably know. The terrain, I guess, we're planning on going through. Like, At least, I will. I, I will know the. I will know the, the terrain. Then you'll hopefully know what we need. Yes. If that you guys is. can keep working on that, and like, we'll give you the 
the coins that we have to you handle that. We'll go figure out this mess if everybody sound if that sounds good to everybody else. And uh if you know, if things go south, we have our stuff and we can just bail. I realize that's not a great plan because then uh Lord Auric finds out about the uh thing and about um prize and not great, but who knows what they're gonna ask of us to set all this debt. I assume it's not just money or Yeah. How's that we can find out? Yes. We should find out. So we said that's that that sounds like a plan. Um we we can do that and we will uh there's an inn outside we will we or a tavern outside. We will once we've got everything pull up in there and wait. What what do you want me what do you want me to do? Sorry for picking up. You you are a part of this as much as anything else. In fact you are a valuable member of this group. You should be with us. We may need your help. Okay. No. You nothing nothing to be sorry for. That was a good question to make. Alright. Right. Any No, everybody's good? Okay. Perfect. Tika has um Tika has developed an expression. Which is not really an expression, it's just the way he sets his face to neutral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. And it is his frustrated face, and he is wearing it. Is it different to any of his other faces? No. Okay. <laughs> but he knows. Okay. <laughs> right. Um, uh, Karis, you know where this place is? The. Sorry, I don't remember. Mardoon. I've forgotten the family name. Mardoon Compound? Yes, you would definitely know. You, you, if you remember correctly, or it, it, oh. you do remember, but if, if you recall from my session, you guys actually passed the estate. Oh yeah, I remember. I yes made more sense. I but Cameron Absolutely. doesn't know that. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, we passed it on the way in. Okay. Uh, let's, let's get this out of the way, then. Yep. Uh, Zareem is like, oh, one thing. Just as a... I need to know your guys' measurements. (laughs) Right. Fair enough. (laughs) Um... Excuse me, ma'am. I'll try yes, to wave yeah. over to the presumably pretending not to listen woman in the corner. Uh, she, yeah, she's not like right there. She is yeah, Brianna. Yeah. She she had gone to the back, but when you hear when when you, when you call out a little bit louder, uh, Brianna comes back. Yes. Uh, we have some business to take care of. Could you, uh, please? They take our uh, measurements, and our companions here will uh, be purchasing a number of items from you yep. uh, for us that we will collect later. Piece of cake. All right, first of you over there, and she goes through this remarkably quickly, because 
And if you've ever been measured, it's not exactly the shortest process. But she Zika is... will sort of speak up and <laughs> be like, "What? what is a measurement and can I live without it? Uh, I need well, to... Well, somebody's... well, you're in his case. Um, do you get... That is... Do you... Do, uh, Quaven will actually pick up. Is the is extreme temperature something that you have to deal with? Like, is it something uh, that bothers you in a negative fashion? Extreme temperature, probably. We will still. I we do not think I am rated for past minus num numbers. We may want to get you something, at least something to to at least some kind of. Are these things related? Oh, okay. Let me. Let me yes. explain. So we are about to get. We are about to purchase warm clothing to prevent us yes. from freezing to death in the mountains. Yes. In order to correctly produ produce those items and have them fit you, we need to know how large you are. And it's like, yeah, I need to. Oh. Yep. Don't worry, I'll be. I will be quick and I will be gentle. And yeah, she I very efficiently goes through, gets everybody's measurements, uh, and it looks like she is. In, in addition to taking measurements, she is definitely getting an aesthetic eye for like what what colors will suit each of you, etc. She's a clothes maker, so she does. Um. But you guys are probably done with that in, in the five of you, probably about yeah, about five or six minutes. Um, and Zerman's like, all right, we will get all of this taken care of from here. Go deal with the other aspect. Right. Let's and, go. Uh, I head out. Go. And head start heading back the direction we came. Yep. And then, but let um, Karis lead. Yep, Karis would lead. Um, am I out of character? Did we set a place where we're meeting up? Yes. Awesome. I just missed it. Yeah, yes. there's a tavern nearby. There's a nearby tavern. Oh. Once they've gotten everything that they need from you, they will. Uh, they they're gonna hole up there. Cool. I just missed that bit then. No worries. So yeah. Lead the way cautiously to um the home of or the enclave of the Mardoons. Yep. So yeah, you guys basically go exactly back the way that you came. Uh you guys move from the the center of town in this this literal square that you guys had, had entered that was sort of the commerce main main commerce area um and start making your way back through these ramshackle uh uh almost almost claustrophobic at times in the center and then it starts to thin out as you get further out uh, uh buildings Alleyways crisscrossing through, and I'm 
I'm trying to like keep my eye on like every single person that we pass, but also like uh, hiding my face. Okay. Because Ro- it's like I am very super paranoid right now. Right. Roll me a perception and a stealth. Eight and a ten. Okay. Uh, So, yeah, you don't see anybody, but you know how when you're paranoid, like, everybody who kind you... Oh, yeah. Odds are, I'm taking a guess, based on prize, that you're probably seeing threats in every person. Oh, absolutely. Um, and... And probably being very overly conspicuous because of it. Yep. Uh, but yeah, you, you don't, nobody stands out. There's nobody that you recognize. There's nobody that's very clearly keeping an eye out on you or, or stalking you or anything like that. At least that you see. Um, but eventually as you move back, the city, the city thins out again. Um, you, you, you move on and eventually to the, to, to the far west of the city, uh, you guys pass by, there's a point where you sort of split off from where you had been, had been going because originally you guys came in from sort of the northwest, north extreme, sorry, east. I know my directions, I swear. Northeast. <laughs> um, and you, instead of, instead of splitting off to go up into the woods, you go straight. Um, and it's still, you're still like right on the edge of the woods, but it's more of uh, the buildings are thinning out to, 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 to larger homes at this point. They're all not in great condition, but they're still looks like these this is probably the one of the higher end areas of the city at one point. Um eventually you guys move past to this large two story estate that has a a a tall stone fence uh, encircling the building. Um, with topped with spear tips. Um, few of them look like they've been sort of, sort of bent or, 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 or look like they, they've just been weathered to the point that they're, they're not in the best condition. Overall, this build, this estate looks like it's starting to show some level of disrepair. Um, it's still fairly imposing in terms of like, yeah, some of those, some of those spirits may not look like they're in the best shape, but you're still not going to want to like try and climb or leap over the fence. Um, as you guys sort of come up to this, to, to this gate, you see, um, a couple of people, you see, you see a few, pe- few people clearly guard type individuals, um, in the yard. 
they see you they're they're just wearing like simple chainmail um one of them looks up sees you guys approaching uh uh sort of reaches down doesn't like pull it off and aim but reaches down to sort of sort of take hold of of, of a crossbow that's at his side um the other one unknocks a, a a short bow off their shoulder sort of steps forward can i help you um Hakim would probably step forward. Uh, I've forgotten the name of who who's dead we're settled. Uh, who's the de- who the dead is to be settled with? Uh, Zan. Oh, settled with Ophelia Marduk. Yeah. We are here to help settle adepts with uh, with uh, one of your lords, Ophelia. They sort of look at each other for a moment, look back. All right. You guys stay there for a minute. One of them looks and right back towards the door, and you're getting a better view of the estate at this point. Uh, and actually sort of better look at the yard as a whole. Like, the courtyard looks like there was, it was probably once quite, quite, gorgeous but it, it it sort of started to turn brown and wither you see this, this this sort of once lush garden um that probably the the cold north the constant winters has has done some damage to uh it doesn't help that they're sort of on the outskirts of the forest so some of the outer, tr- some of the the the, the fauna from the outside has crept in a little bit. Um, the the house itself is made of this sort of dark red wood. Um, looks like a different. It looks almost like possibly even imported wood because you know you haven't seen trees like this. Granted, this is South like wood. Most of the wood is purpled and grayed and cursed, but. This is definitely not native wood to this area. Uh, back at the house, you see, sort of on the porch, you see somebody was sitting there who had scrambled up when he saw, saw, heard his fellow guards call out and, and the exchange. Uh, the one with the crossbow looks back at him and nods, and he sort of scrambles into the house. And the two guards just sort of look at you a minute. They 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 have not opened the gate yet. Sort of look at you guys through it. The the one takes his crossbow off and just holds it at the ready, not pointed at you guys. But they are they're very definitely ready in case there is trouble. You imagine perhaps they are used to treachery. I mean, they, I'm sure they'll not see through it, but I am at least not uh, not concealing my weapons, but definitely not right. posturing. You know, it's like, I'm just here to do business. Yep. I, yes, I carry weapons. We all do. We know what they're about. I'm not getting ready to stab you, but... Right. 
Yeah. yeah. As long as you guys are not taking your weapons out or starting to look like you're about to dangerously cast spells or anything like that, they just sort of keep an eye on you. They don't say anything unless you guys speak up. There is perhaps an uncomfortable silence unless anybody decides to breach it for a few minutes. Uh, no. The uncomfortable silence was in a different game. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I don't get it. Um, Karis would be casually standing. Obviously casually standing. But she would be scanning the courtyard to look for possible quick escape routes if needed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... Roll me. Uh, I will make that. I will make that. Yeah, that's a perception roll. I miss having a high wisdom. <laughs> I will. I will also be looking around Go for at my, it. mine. And I didn't think that was my character for some reason. Much better. Twenty-three. So, uh, for both of you, the I mean, the obvious thing right now is from where you guys are currently on the other side of the gate. You guys, I- I- if something were to happen, you guys could run away. Once you get inside, that becomes much less difficult. And cares you don't see any potential way. Mm-hmm. They've got this place pretty well unlocked. The 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 um uh the wall and then the spikes. I like unless there's something something inside that you that 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 you're not necessarily is not within the range of your vision. Once you get inside, if a fight breaks out. You're going to have to hope you can get to the gate or just fight your way out of it. Uh, Cameron, you see specifically, I mean, the unfortunate part is being much higher. You see the situation is, yes, very dire. Should they decide? You sort of look around a little bit very casually. And behind you, you see a couple buildings. You catch the hint of some people in there. We're definitely keeping an eye on you from the second floor. They, it's pretty clear they just do, they do not just allow anybody to potentially walk up to their gate. For example, someone were to hire a wizard to walk up to the gate, cast a fireball and run off. They're very careful. Um, not that it would be an impossible situation. You, you probably spot like three people in window, in, in, in windows and buildings within what you would consider to be like short bow distance. But like that's not insurmountable depending on what the forces are inside. 
Okay. So after about a couple minutes, um, the guard who had scrambled in comes out, uh, uh, gives a nod to, to the one with the, the crossbow, uh, gives a couple little quick flashes of, of uh, a hand sign of some sort. He nods, he turns, walks up to the gate, unlocks the gate, opens it up, come inside. Not gonna do you the insult to say hand over your weapons. Just know I wouldn't suggest using them. Odds. Yep. As you guys all walk in. Uh, once you guys walk in, he does close the gate behind you. Uh, and he takes you inside the house. You guys sort of pass through the front door. Um, into sort of a large foyer area. Uh, this is on the inside. What is obviously on the outside a very, very, very gorgeous place that looks like it might be coming run down. You see that element of, of, uh, not even necessarily neglect, but having definitely see, put its best days behind itself on the inside. Um, the, the, the carpet, which is very nice. Are, are the rugs are, are are were once very nice are definitely threadbare. There are tapestries on the walls that have very gorgeous designs, but have faded, and you see some signs of stains on them. That sort of thing. They don't want to think too much about what those stains might be. Uh, it is very well lit. Uh, as you guys walk in, you see there is this double staircase that sort of leads up to the upper area. And then a couple of doors off to either direction. Uh, and then one that goes directly through the, uh, directly underneath uh, where the stairs meet. Uh, the one guard leads you guys sort of off to the right, gives you a look that's sort of like, here, he opens the door, brief moment, he nods, and then steps back and gestures you guys all in. Hakim would nod and step forward into the room. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep, he didn't. Going in. You guys head into it looks like it's a sitting room area. Uh little bit sitting room slash office slash library kind of room. It is chaotic would be the best way to describe it. It's a, there there are definitely elements of luxury here. Um but it's all sort of 
piled in different areas. There is a, a, a large desk off to one side that has this fairly large, uh, backed, uh, uh, leather upholstered seat in front of it. There is often one corner. There is a, a, a fireplace, some chairs, uh, uh, comfortable chairs for, for just luxuriating, and then piles of books, piles of paper everywhere, etc. Over at one, over at the, 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 the desk, see that chair get sort of pushed back and you see a woman stand up or standing up. Uh, see, she has dark gray skin, uh, ankle length, more or less, like, like very, very long, uh, uh, black hair, very smooth, falls straight. Um, she has these bony crests of horns that sort of carve up into two points behind the head. And these pupilless sort of bright yellow eyes that look... Do we know what she is? I mean, it's not... Yes, you... It would probably not be hard to guess this is a tiefling of some sort. Okay. Yeah. I guess that the horns... Well, yeah. I mean, not, the tieflings aren't... Not, not, a lot of com- not commonly grey, or at least in other... World. Not no, not so, necessarily, but there, there is definitely yeah. more. There's a lot of variety. Yeah, here in Alexandria, there is definitely more of a variety. You will see people, yeah. ooh, tieflings of all colors, and it tends to relate to obviously what bloodline they're from. Sometimes it doesn't, though. Sometimes siblings might be entirely different, different colorings. And of course, sometimes tieflings are born mm. to humans, so. Or, or elves, or what have you. Um, she is, she's dressed in a style that can be best described as like a mix of formal, like nobility Mm -hmm. and hedonism. Like, it is that formal style, uh, 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 she's wearing a colonial style coat, but it is open, and, and she's wearing, uh, sort of a bustier underneath, uh, she's wearing pants, um. What did you say her name was again? Ophelia Mardu. Ophelia. And what would be the appropriate, um, title? For uh, this person, oh as far as I know. God. You know what? I am going to make that a... I am going to make that... I have to look at a character sheet here for a second. Uh... <laughs> Would you like a suggestion? I Go ahead. Uh, history Charisma. I'll go with that, sure. Uh, I don't have proficiency, so it's just a charisma roll. Okay. In history. But it's better than my intelligence roll, which is what history would otherwise be. Uh, can Hakim attend that, and do I, can I choose intelligence, or... 
I would say you I, can for Hakim. He's three proficiency either ways. For Hakim, and this is not, it's not because it's intelligence, because Hakim does not have a lot of experience with the criminal mm. element. Mm. It's going to be disadvantage for you. Okay, let's try. I was, I was sort of, I'm thinking it was more like social history, you know, social appropriate. Yeah, but um, so you would both. Is it Lord? Is Lord? Lady uh, would probably. Lady, work. right. Um, it would be like, you're not sure exactly what, like, you don't have for sure knowledge, but Lady would probably be a good guess. And, uh, at the very least, it will sound like you are ascribing importance to her, and she might appreciate that. Fair enough. But she sort of looks you guys over with sort of a, uh, a half grin. Sort of curious look. Not quite unlike a tiger looking at food, to be fair. Oh. I'm also, like, down on my knees, head down. <laughs> you guys um, so, so, hold Karis on. When you, most... when... Oh. Sorry. Karis uh, is most definitely loitering by the door. Fair. When, um, when you go to, like, drop down, prize, uh, you know how you grab the back of a child's coat to, like, hold on to them like a pair of reins? Like a Seeker cat. will grab Yeah, sure. Seeker will grab the back of your like coat Ruff. whatever. Yeah, and no no not not like the neck, like Yeah. Like no, just I... the back of your clothing. Right. And like keep you upright. <laughs> <laughs> and is is and is, if you keep trying, it's presumably gonna be just holding you like a puppet. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, Cameron will step forward and sort of bow at least. Uh, my lady will also do a short bow. Cool. Actually, uh, speak, Lady Pearl, Lady Ophelia, I presume. Indeed, I'm glad I am not. I'm not familiar with you all. Well, I'm not familiar with many of you. He flicks a brief look over to Carrots. Who is still disguised? Are you disguised? We disguised her on yeah. the way into town. We haven't. That is. I need to make it. I need to make it. What is that? <laughs> we Somebody rolled... remind me what that roll is. Because I feel it like there is bad. a. Uh, Perception investigation. Nineteen. Like it was a nineteen. I gave. I because I remember. I gave um, advantage. Not that it need. Not that prize needed it. But there's a disguise kit roll up in the history. Right. And I know there's like an expanded thing for Xanathar's that says he had a food tools extra. Thank you. You know, I'm just gonna instead of instead of taking the time to look, I am going to rule it as let's say a uh, 
real quick. I will say it is a characters and characters and characters. Okay, there we go. Uh, I'll make it an insight roll. Good news is you're not necessarily great at those. Alright. So instead, let me rephrase that. <laughs> um, I'm impressed. I'm not familiar with any of these. Indeed. We come, we come on behalf of a mutual acquaintance. Uh, so a I have heard. Man, uh, uh, is a man named, name of Zanrel, Zanriel. Zanrel, yes. I, Zanrel. Yes, Zanrel. I, Please, by all means, have a seat. I will sit down. She takes a seat, sort of pushes back, kicks her feet up on the desk. So, I'm gonna, if you, if Zanrel sent you, first of all, I'm very sorry that you know Zanrel. It's not a, uh, we're not friends, but, Oh, I know, sweetie. Zanril doesn't have friends. Zanril has people he tries to make friends with so he can use. Uh, well, that's um. It sounds like you have about it, about you have it correct. In order to facilitate an arrangement with Zanril, we have offered to look into settling his debt with you. I see. I'd like to come and find what the terms of that might be. If I may ask, you sort of she actually takes her feet off the desk and leans up. She's interested now. If I can ask what kind of thing do you need from Zanril that he thinks this is gonna be worth worth you trying to clear this debt. He has... He has the unique ability to help us. I'd rather not get too into the details. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Um... Well, I certainly hope he's going to help you a lot. Well, uh, to be honest, we will see how uh, whether his help will be worth it. Uh, we he, he was not forthcoming with the specifics of the debt. Yes, I would imagine that he wouldn't have been. That would be... All right, so let's cut down to brass tacks here then. Um, so you can't sigh, but like he look, he like relaxes and looks relieved. He's like, oh. 
Ah, brass nails. Good. Yes, I understand what those are. <laughs> can do some construction. Zanril likes to gamble. Zanril really likes to gamble. And he's been very good at pain. He was very good at pain for a while. Unfortunately, he's not very lucky. Zanril currently owes, let's pay my family. Hold on, let me find the number here. He she she flips through a a, a a a clearly a ledger. You know, I'm I, I will be nice and I will round this down a little bit. He currently owes us a thousand gold. Um, for the sake of reference, Jeremy, what did we establish we sort of had collectively for supplies and things like that? Do you remember? Or you, you just the, the rough, rough magnitude? Okay, could you tell us, I mean, we're kind of skipping ahead, what all the supplies and things are going to cost us so oh, that we kind um, of just... I, I realize we wouldn't know that, but I'm just trying to get guys, a perspective of... I would say... You know, scale. The cold weather clothing is probably going to be the most expensive... For the seven of you, essentially, because including uh, Zoram and Quaven, it would probably be about a hundred gold. Um, and then everything else combined, and that's going to be like climbing equipment, if you know that sort of thing. Uh, some rations, uh, uh, fire making abilities, or fire making tools, things like that. It's only probably going to be like ten, fifteen gold. So yeah, okay. Say about so like another gold total. So it's an order of magnitude more than we have one hundred percent currently access to, even if we really wanted to 100%. just go like hundred percent. Great. Okay. I believe we both know we are not here to settle this debt in coin. Oh, really? You're willing to settle it in some other ways. Hmm. Let me think. How she looks over you, the the whole group of you. All right, I have many questions right now. Most. Pointedly, and I don't mean to put too fine a point, I, I don't mean to, to be offensive here, but, and she looks at Seeker, what exactly are you? Seeker attempts <coughs> to, um, Display, I guess, like a kind of embarrassment. <laughs> but okay. that just ends up looking like trapped gas. Right. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be insulting. Whatever you are, it's delightful. But I am me. I do not know what that is. Okay, I I was right. You are actually sentient and not an automaton. Hmm? Ooh. 
Well, I've seen, I've seen constructed material, constructed uh, uh, things, golems and clockwork, this and that, but those don't have minds of their own. Those don't respond. In question. That's interesting. Don't worry, I'm not asking for him. Um. I suppose my question will have to wait for now because we need, we need to talk business. I'm just very intrigued by you. Uh, it looks surprising you. Uh, so Rickaris and, 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 and you trying to hide back next to the door. Don't think I didn't notice that. Um. And you two are both delightful as well, but you're being the you're being the open talky people, so in my experience, that usually means you're the ones with the least to hide um but how are you how are you all or a few of you or even one of you depends on how many are willing to. How are you at killing things? Oh, yes, that that I can do. That efficient. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that just the 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 um uh uh the the gif of um Hermione just raising your hand suddenly. <laughs> 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 yeah, that, that energy. <laughs> Eyes wide, yeah. <laughs> oh, you are killing things. <laughs> Love the enthusiasm. Please pick me, teacher. I'm ever so smart. Right. Hakeem <laughs> <laughs> is just going to slightly turn turn his gaze towards the rest of the party at the, <laughs> at the question. It's also the energy of like, oh, thank God, finally something that I can understand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Efficient, I think, is the word you are looking for. Efficient is good. All right. I think I've got an arrangement that might work. If you're interested. Here in... Here in Shady Creek Run, we have gladiatorial fights. These fights are our way of, you know, entertaining ourselves, keeping the money passing around. How do you think Zanriel owes as much money as he does? Um... And usually the tribes, the, the ourselves and the other families, uh, we have we we have fighters that we sponsor. We have fighters that we uh, make money off of. There is a particular person I would like you. We will sponsor you. 
Somebody I would like you to fight. Her name is Kira. She is the bodyguard. She is a she is a regular in the arena. She is the bodyguard of one of our least favorite fellow families. Do I recognize that name? Roll me an intelligence roll. Oof. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> no, it works. In this yeah. case, it works. You don't. <laughs> she is specifically the bodyguard for... Here. Um... Ionis. Jagantar. That which is family. why you don't know. Which is why you don't know the name. It immediately comes. You never really. You you don't have a lot any real experience with Ionos. You know who Ionos is. Ionos is yeah. one of the other, essentially the leader of the house. That family is that the family he, that is, that is yeah. related. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we are not fond of the Jagantoths. Kira is a particular pain in my side. Now here's the trick, and here is the here's here's the the catch in the secret. Normally, these fights in the arena are not to lethality. I'll need you to make it to lethality. Now, if things happen, things happen. It's an arena. We're not the Empire. For the Empire, we wouldn't be having gladiatorial fights, at least not sanctioned gladiatorial fights. But those places always make sure, you know, etc. Here... If something happens accidentally, it happens accidentally. No harm, no foul. There are some harsh words, etc., etc., etc. Cure is particularly difficult to dispatch of, but I have something that can help with that. She opens up her desk drawer. Comes out with this, this, um... Uh, a small filter from crystalline vial. Whoever wants to do the fight, and it, if you, if multiple of you want to be involved, we can make it a multiple person on multiple person fight. Jagantoth has more than enough fighters for that. But one of you. Simply needs to put this on your blade. Strike Kira. I need to make sure as she puts it down on the desk. 
that this one is gone. Uh, I'm going to reach out and pick it up and have a look at it. Okay. Uh, do I recognize... Can I recognize anything about it? I'm, I am I, I have... Was it proficiency in poisoners? Kits. Okay. So. Roll me a. I will make that. Yeah. Roll me a uh, uh, intelligence-based proficiency check with poisoner kit. I don't know how to make it do that, so I am going to pick a different. No, I can't. Just roll an intelligence check with proficiency. Yeah, yeah. That's, so plus two on this, I guess. Oh, well, no. Well, <laughs> New to me. Yeah, no. Well, it, it it is not a substance you're familiar with. Yeah. It's not hard to figure out what she's talking about. That's a poison <laughs> of some kind. I was... It's, it's funny you should, you should say that. My next thing when we went back to town was, I should go and get some... Po- f- fill, out, fill out my poisoner's kit, because that would be helpful in killing a person. But no, she's provided that for us. Hmm. <laughs> When's the fight? When I arrange it. I mean, there are fights nightly. But when I arrange this fight will be... I can find out. I, You know, I can probably get it arranged for... Maybe tonight, although that might be pushing it. Probably more like tomorrow night. Would you mind if we conferred? Of course not. I realize I'm asking quite a bit. I will add this in. Because you are taking a substantial risk here, and I understand that. And frankly, well, that thousand gold is not an insignificant amount at all. This is not a make-or-break proposition to me. So, I will sweeten the pot for your end. Whatever Xanril is promising you, I can make sure he fulfills it. We appreciate this offer. You're willing to do a a service for me? I am more than willing to do a service for you. The Maru family is here to do what we can. But, yes, she sort of stands up You need time to discuss. I am going to go freshen up. And when you are ready, just let one of the guards know. She sort of steps by you guys. As she walks by uh, 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 Seeker, she does sort of reach out and just run a hand sort of along your shoulder. And just very intrigued by what you are. Seeker like stiffens, <laughs> but that doesn't do a lot for Seeker. Right. <laughs> and she steps out and she closes the double doors behind her, leaving you in the room as a group. 
Okay. Uh, I'm going to look at Karis. I... Do you know... <laughs> what do you know about this person? And, um... Yeah. What, what, what do you know about this person? First of all, I will look around to see if I can... I don't have detect magic, and I don't have the warlock ability to see magic. Right. Romy and Arcane are all. I want to check to see if this place is bugged, basically. So you look around. There are a couple of things that you pick out immediately. In fact, also... This is just going to be for bonus information. You've already got stuff. Also, roll me a religion roll. Okay. That's fine. So, you look around, um, and a couple things are immediately obvious to you. One, there are several implements of magic in here. Not like magical items. She didn't just leave her treasury of magical items for you guys to you guys to go through. But there are you are moderately sure she also is a warlock of some kind. Um you see some spell components. You do a quick look at books on the wall, and, like, there are... She is definitely a researcher into magical things, or at least a dabbler of research. Um, You're not able to place what she's a warlock of. Yeah. And you don't see now... You're guessing she's a fairly powerful... At least perspective-wise, warlock. You don't see anything that stands out as like a, a, a scrying stone or some anything like that. Does she potentially have the capability of spying on you? Yes, but nothing currently stands out. Granted, if she's just scrying on you. You wouldn't know, other than the fact that I would have asked you to make, like, a wisdom roll. Save. But, and nothing stands out currently. Awesome. So, after having a quick glance round, she would respond, um... Both of them were not people I came across. But name gone. Ionus is the head of the family. If she is in charge or one of his bodyguards, she's good. 
there any oh. reason to uh, to make educated guesses as to whether this Kira is a vampire? What do I know? It, that would be really hard to say. You don't know who outside of Reese and Reese's any any direct minions Reese has. Maybe the entire family is vampires. Heart, you know, but probably not. You've seen some during the daytime. Um, at least you've seen members of the Dagentop crime family as a whole out during the daytime. Um. Maybe, maybe not. From, I would guess. Roll me a. I I will just make it a straight. I'm sorry. No, actually, I will make it Arcana, as opposed to straight okay. intelligence. So, putting together what you know, it's not to say that he couldn't have converted. But you do know that he did not get his vampiric power from the like, like from within the family. He did go out and perform a ritual on his own to get it. Yes. Whether he it has is. spread the curse to the rest of the people, who knows? But it is highly. Unlikely. And things have changed since I was last here. Guess that makes it more likely for the poison. I suppose the poison might be much less effective if they were undead. She just shrugs. Well, I suppose it's not worth worrying too much about that, I would think. Hmm. This seems like a reasonable request to prevent uh, an unfortunate otherwise an outcome otherwise, looking glancing at prize. Um, how do we want to do this? Sounds like we can Pick the fight, effectively. You know, how many people and whatnot. Um, I would suggest it would be best if I was not in the arena. Okay. I am not as proficient with more regular weapons as I am with <coughs> sword. Um... I'm, 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 ah, trying to think, what's the word? Not happy. Um, I'm comfortable doing this if needed. Uh, sounds like we, even if, uh, if we only really need to touch her with the, with the poison, then uh, this should be too difficult from the sounds of it. Though I'm wary of 
what tricks they may pull themselves. Is that enough points towards the filter of poison? Is that enough for more than one blade? Uh, Jeremy, based that's we have a vial of poison. How, based on my experience you could with poison, how? Put a couple of blades with it, two or three. Yeah, I mean, it's so you know, the more you, the more you spread it out, the less number of uses mm. you're going to get out of it. But you only use it once in this situation. I would think if we were, if we decide to take multiple people into this fight, it would, I guess, be best to focus, have one person with the poison or one or two people and focus those people on the particular, that, this one opponent that we are looking for. The others that they will presumably also bring are irrelevant. We just need to subdue them. From the sounds of it. I think I would perhaps obviously this this is what I'm figuring and obviously people are free to say no, but if uh were uh Cameron and Seeker both with poisoned blades go immediately for Kira. Yes, it's just a question of should it just be us two versus you know, maybe two people in the in this arena, or should we bring everybody? Hmm. Uh, uh, Kira's mm-hmm. accepted. I suspect having large numbers in the battle could bring increase the amount of unexpected variables. Like the less people there are, there's less chance of surprise, I think. I, s- I have to suspect they'll... Uh, is Kira- are you familiar with these fights? He says two Kira's. I would say you'd probably be somewhat familiar with them, yes. I I have some knowledge of them. I imagine the uh, penalty for cheating would be significant. Severe, yes. That is correct. Okay. And what counts as cheating? Does <laughs> magical enhancement a uh, allowed... I mean, no magic. Magic combat is fine. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, outside influence, surreptitious. It's definitely frowned upon. The key is don't get caught. It, <laughs> yeah, well, that's like always the way, isn't you're it? You're talking about thieves' guild contests, right? Like, you get a bunch of crime lords playing poker. They're all cheating. And they all know they're all cheating. The key is doing it without getting caught, because then you're not cheating. How good are you at... He looks towards Hakim. How good are you at uh, being circumspect with your magic? I can... Hmm. Well, no, how... how, I assume... uh, and the magic weapon spell is not particularly obvious. 
also in the fact that it's it has some amount of duration and who can tell whether something is magical inherently or enhanced this is magically. True. Is that a touch is that a touch spell? Uh I feel like I it, is, it is, but I might be wrong. It is a touch spell, yes. It so does yeah. obviously have the limitation of having to be cast beforehand. Right. Yeah, because you couldn't just if if so if somebody suddenly reaches out and touches the weapon suddenly and it's much better. Mm. But is it Whether is it visibly it, obvious? Is the question other I than the actual it casting? Be visibly obvious when you cast okay. it, but not. It doesn't okay. like make the weapon shine or anything right. like that. Like for example, holy weapon. No, that shit's obvious. Yeah, <laughs> it literally is. It gives it glows like right. twenty feet or something, doesn't it? Um. Depending on the preparation time of the fight, I can uh, I can enhance one of your two weapons, and it would last an hour. I think. Here's what I'm going to suggest. I'm going to suggest it's just me and Seeker, because I think we don't want to put more people in danger than we have to, hmm. nice. and it leaves. I think that's we're probably the two most likely people to be able to land a poisoned hit upon them. And, um, yeah. Uh, I, Kiris, we don't want people to recognize her. Prize is probably not suited to gladiatorial combat, unless also you have some hidden talent there, Prize. Please speak up if you do. Also, probably a bad place to put someone. Yes. Also, don't want yeah. Prize recognized. And uh, for yourself, uh, forgive me. Uh, you would be—you're a very valuable in combat, but I don't know if gladiatorial combat is quite the arena for you. Uh, he says to Hakim. Yeah. Oh, I. <laughs> I made I it very clear, <laughs> clear about what I'm willing to do and these yeah. kinds of things. <laughs> Sorry, what was that prize? Uh, sorry, I just. I I have some ideas that might be able to help. Uh, ideas, absolutely. In terms of what I might be able to to help with pre preparation, or before you go in. I would love to. I, any advantage we can get, I take. How how far away would you need to be? Uh, he looked towards Karis. Do you know the lay of the land? So, as long as you guys are in as part of the, part of, you know, the fight team, you guys are not horribly far away. You guys are on sort of the same level. So, the setup, and Karis, you would be familiar with this. Mm -hmm. The setup is there is a building. It is a uh, uh, little bit, little bit to the west of the the center square. Um, it is. It was used to be a windmill. It has been converted into a tavern slash fighting arena. 
where generally the spectators are on a second floor sort of a railing and they are looking down at the actual arena underneath that is where they the the we'll call them the the the, the less fortunate uh who who don't get the vip seats um and there are little areas for uh of the fight team so like for example they do allow clerics there to heal after the battle very specifically you are not allowed to heal during the battle unless you can sneak your way to do so somehow um you can have you know the coach and that 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 sort of thing so you would be within range probably not necessarily touch range unless one of the fighters actually managed to make it look natural that they just got within your reach If that answers. I basically just say exactly what Jeremy just said. We'll look towards prize. Because I, I think I can prepare some things that you could go into the fight with. And then if I'm close enough, it would add some extra protection. Okay. That sounds great. I sorry, I we, we we do need a couple of rings though. Oh god. I don't know if we have a lot of money. Do they need to be special rings? I I I think they need to be like a, a particular metal. Maybe Maybe the, the lady can lend us some? Can I make an arcana to check to recognize what spell is yep, being described? Yep, grow. Uh, no, you don't. Yep, fair. They know exactly what uh, spell well, you're talking about. I suppose mm-hmm. we, could al- we could always ask her. Yep. But either way, I think we're going to do this fight. I'd like to get this done as soon as we can. Preferably tonight, if she's able to do it. So we have less time to prevent you two from being spotted. I, I, either way, I do have some other other things that I can do regardless. Anything you can do, we will uh, will help. Um, and he'll go over to the door and right. stick his head out. Yep. Guards there. Uh, He's uh, on we're, way. Uh, great. And no sooner than you have shut the door, then she opens it. <laughs> That's unsettling. It's probably the intention. Uh, we have decided we will are willing to help on behalf of our wonderful friend, Zenril. 
general? Delightful. Sorry, yes, yes. Yeah. Wonderful um, general. It is, will be the two of us. He'll dress himself and just gesture towards Seeker. Uh, I think is our best okay. bet. And uh, if you can arrange for that as soon as you're able, uh, we have business to attend to elsewhere. Uh, happy to wait if necessary, but if uh, you know, as soon as possible is better. Well, this will at least take me a few hours. So yes, take uh. care, take care of what business you'd like. Oh, I, I mean, we we are not trying to leave you in the lurch, but we would like to be leaving the city in as short a period as time. So Absolutely. we would like to help take care of this as soon as possible. Is what I mean. Absolutely. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, yes, leaving tomorrow, if possible, would be wonderful. Um, we do have one question. Uh, do you happen to have a pair of what, what do they need to be made of? Sorry, Price. Platinum. Platinum. Do you happen to have a pair of platinum rings we could borrow? You, you can retrieve them from our corpse if we don't. If this doesn't go well. Look over the prize. Instant, like head down, sort of ashamed. <laughs> and that grin sort of quirks a little bit, as it so happens. I think I know exactly what you need. Uh, just one moment. We haven't had to use those in a while. We haven't had a cleric in the family since or yes. Um <laughs> walks over, picks up some books or sets them aside and opens up a table. Sort of false top on the table. Reaches in, comes out, hucks over. Will these work? And she ho- she holds out. And they are too very well made. They are a bit tarnished. It looks like it has been a few years um, that they've been sitting in this in this thing. Um, uh, uh, platinum rings that are exactly what you will need for that spell. Look to prize. You can roll me a uh, prize. You can roll me a religion roll. Oh, uh, I know. Would I need... One of your great, one of your great rolls, right? Yeah, it's like, why would I need religion? <laughs> Something just about every cleric I've ever seen played asks. Um. You are, you, it seems familiar to you. Um, yeah, sure, why not? You are, you actually are familiar with it. It's not a very well-known, uh, 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 entity. Because it is not one of the prime, it is not one of the, the prime deities. It is not one of the betrayer gods. Which are the two main pantheons that most people worship. 
openly worship the prime deity. Honestly, in some places besides the Empire, openly worship the Pashara gods too. But this is, you see the, 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 the symbol that's drawn on it is this uh, a set of wings, very stylized, um, that are sort of wreathed in these flames. And you don't know much about this, but you knew back when you were working for Lord Oric, you knew somebody who uh, uh, wore something similar, that, that, that particular symbol. And you knew that the, the, the entity, you knew they were, they were a, a particular religious person, and the entity was known as Deseret. And it is some sort of phoenix entity that is sort of almost a lesser god. You don't know much about them, but you don't. It doesn't seem to be the nicest. Um, at least the person that you knew, if they were particularly devout as they claimed to be, and they acted as they were, you don't think Deseret is a very nice person or god. Or lesser idol in this case. But yes, yeah, she hands them over to you. Oh, thank, thank you, my lady. Of course. Good luck with that. Oh. Um, All right. Well, we will be staying at the... Name of in? Did we have a tavern name? Did we know the name of the place? You know the At the tavern name? in the square. Fair enough. If you <laughs> want, if you are for a night. Fighters for House Mardoon. If you'd like to stay here, I would have no issue with that. I think we will make our own arrangements. We have some other uh, business to attend to, but we will be there. Uh, if you have somebody want to, if you maybe want to send somebody to let us know, I will send somebody the to details. Let you know the details, yes. All right. Great. Well, I will let you know when everything's ready. Uh, do your best not to die before then. It would be very, very embarrassing to me for me if my new fighters were dead before their first fight. Oh, we'll do our best. Lovely. Tata. The ways you guys on. Goes and sits at her desk and immediately starts writing writing something out as you guys leave. You guys are escorted on, escorted to the gate, let out. The gate right. clangs behind you and is locked in there. Start heading back to the square. All right. Well, that went. Uh, better than I expected. 
Uh, only put us in a fight to the death. <laughs> and in the position of becoming assassins. Oh, yes, but that's not you. Um, and the fight isn't even, on paper, a fight to the death. I suspect it is more frequently a fight to the death than they would like to publicly advertise. And more I'm certainly not yet. treating it any less deadly, anything less than deadly serious. Would you fight it? Yeah. Well, I mean, yes, but uh, that's not really, that doesn't help us either. Um, I suspect they will be quite willing, the, our opponents will be quite willing to help us appear dead. <laughs> we, we all know that the, they're working for the Jagantoths and they're the bad guys, right? I believe so. Yes? Yeah. Okay, just, yeah, just checking. I think I'm fairly sure that Karis has explained who this person was. Who, yeah. the, the, that, the, the relationship yeah. there. And then presumably we will have made that connection when they, when Lady explained it. Nope. Okay. That, <coughs> in that case, Seek will point out this may help us in other ways. It may also hinder us as we would end up being on even more on the radar. Except she wouldn't what? use radar because that doesn't exist. <laughs> we were going after them anyway. Uh, At least this way we have help. I I think for the moment our plan was to avoid them for the most part, but I had assumed we were going to kill them all. Uh, one day, maybe. In the future. Uh, Trust I... me, we are not ready to take on him on just yet. Mm. Right, let's go find out what the others are doing up to, and we'll uh, wait and see how this goes. Uh... Cool. Alright, start sitting out. Yep, you guys yep. make your way. Back through the winding streets once more, uh, and head back to the um the square, uh Clover Square, specifically Clover Plaza. Um, you guys find the tavern. Guys, way in, look around, and you do see over in the corner. They have their hoods up there. They they are very much keeping a low profile. But you do see your 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 technically your drow and your ASMR friend, but your drow friends. Ayla Quaven immediately susses you guys out and gives you guys a nod. Make your way over. I I remember on the spot that I didn't try to hide myself on the way back over and panic again. <laughs> we uh how how did the how did the uh, supplies gathering go? 
very good. Uh, we were able to get everything that we needed. Uh, Blayana, the, 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 the clothier, um, said that she, she will require just a little bit of time to take in outfits and do some modifications and things like that. But okay, that's, that's good. We, uh, we're gonna be here for at least a day. Uh, longer dealing with this, so I have a uh, fight to the death to deal with. Groom's like, I'm sorry, fight to the death? A gladiatorial battle. Yes. To the death. Uh, uh, looks around to make sure nobody's listening. That's the part that we are being asked to help with. To make it a little more deadly than the op- opponent is expecting. Oh. Oh. It is, uh, necessary. Okay. Anyway, that should be happening tonight or tomorrow night. We will uh, right. find out. Uh, myself and Sika will be engaged in this. Uh, there are, I'm sure, very strict rules around cheating, but any assistance you can offer uh, to increase our odds would be very much appreciated. But otherwise, uh, we will have to. We will. Uh, I'm confident we will take care of this. This will help us. Uh, settle our friend's debt, which will in turn uh, allow us to avoid further um, suspicion upon prize. So, tomorrow. Tomorrow? Has to be tomorrow because I need the time to prepare. Hmm. Ah. Oh. I, I hope it's not tonight. If it, it's fine. If if you don't, if you're not able to prepare that, that's fine. Honestly, if we could get it done tonight, that's also helpful. It's less time for yourself or cares to be recognized. We we really just need to get through, get out of this as soon as we can. But uh, you know, if you do, if you can, that would be that would be very helpful. Uh, in the meantime, I guess we just have to wait. Zorim says, "I can. Mm, I'll see what I can do. I might be able to help." Mm-hmm. And she does get sort of the rules from you guys of what what isn't isn't allowed here. I might be able to do some healing if they, without them noticing. If it comes up, I'll, I'll really try. Uh, outside of that, there's not a ton I can do. Nothing not obvious, at least. Of course. Like, it, I mean, I could fill the I could fill the fill the area with webs, but then that you know that'll be obvious. 
Yeah, understandable. I them the our opponent suddenly being covered with spiders a little suspicious. I understand. I can probably tamp that down a bit. Like it won't be obvious. Outwardly, it's it. We'll see. We'll have to. We'll play it by ear. We don't need the, you know, underworld of this city on our case for a different reason than the one we're already trying to undo. Right, for sure. (laughs) It is not exactly the underworld of this city. (laughs) This is the way it is. Very much an overworld kind of thing. I was going to say, Quaven is like, is, is the underworld not the overworld here? That is correct. Yes. Really well. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm going to get a drink. And he stands up and heads to the bar. Yep. Bartender behind. Uh, fairly large looking. He looks. He's human looking for the most part. But he when he looks at when you look at him or when he looks at you uh uh his eyes centering you realize his eyes have more of a reptilian features to them sort of reddish uh he has sort of a bright silver hair this gives you a look. What kind of get you? Oh, uh, beer. All right. Ale. Yeah. Yeah, he'll serve you up. Cool. And he'll um take his drink and have a drink and um yeah. As the bartender turns to walk away, he says, "Before you go, um, what's uh, where would I find um uh Kira this time of day?" She says. Being extremely casual about it, as if this is something he is entirely in. entitled to ask. What was that? Sorry. Roll me a. <laughs> I will make that. Roll me a persuasion roll. I'll make that. Sure. Twenty-three. All right. All right. All right. He gives you sort of a strange look. Kira, Kira will probably be, I mean, she's assuming Kira from the Dragon Toss. Um, she is usually, she doesn't generally, unless it's fight night, leave the Dragon Toss estate. She's in charge of the guards there, so. Well, Boss. Yeah. if 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 Arnis leaves, he'll she'll usually be by his side. But that happens rarer and rarer these days. 
Yeah, I haven't sure seen enough. him out outside of the fights, I would say. In, oh. Probably six or seven months. Uh, Jeremy, for a point of context, how long ago was it that Karis was had a problem with this family? That's a good question. You have no idea. No, okay, fair enough. I'll check that later. <laughs> All right, yeah. Thank yep. you very much. Take his drink and walk back to the table. Yep. Hey, um, Karis, about how long ago was your uh, run-in with... I'm sorry, I've now forgotten the name of the Reese. known vampire. Reese. How long ago was your uh, encounter with Reese? Quite some time ago. Why? You muted yourself. I did. I just putting things together. I just thought I'd get a little bit of information from the bartender. He says uh, Ionis and K- Kira doesn't tend to be outside of... doesn't tend to be away from Ionis ever, and Ionis hasn't been seen outside of the um, his compound other than the fights for six months, and I was just curious if maybe there was a reason he didn't want to go out in the day. You know? Wink. If that might have coincided with roughly that time frame. I wouldn't know anything about that because I haven't been here for a while, correct? Correct. Like, you've been... It's definitely been more than six or seven months. Because you've traveled all over the place since then. Okay, that's fine. I was just like... You know, oh, a guy comes becomes a vampire. His family starts to, to hang out home far more often. Maybe I mean, to you know? be fair, maybe he's expanded lately. But true, I would not put it past my erstwhile friend to expand. His influence, shall we say? Alright, well, we'll have to keep an eye out for it then. And he'll. he'll... Sorry? He was always one for. with a hunger for power. And yeah, he's just going to sit and have his drink yeah. and general do whatever travel, you know, adventurers do when they're needing to kill time. Legit. Sharpen his swords or something. So then, anything anybody would like to do? Uh, yeah, actually, when we retire for the evening, uh, I would like to try and pray. Okay. And because I still don't know the etiquette and form and everything. 
Hey, sorry to disturb you again. Um, I, I was wondering, uh, it's nice of you to help me out like this, but what, what do you want me to do? Roll me, I will make it, uh, shit. That's a weird one. I will just make it a wisdom check. In fact, I'll make it a wisdom save, even. So... You focus, and you focus. You don't hear anything for a long period of time. You maintain your, 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 um... Try to meditate as best you can as somebody who's never meditated, who tries to meditate without the instruction, that sort of thing. And there comes a point, like, like, right when you're not sure if you actually just have fallen asleep or not, you're in that sort of liminal state. You smell... You feel a breeze come in. A little weird because you're in a closed room. And it's a surprisingly warm breeze. It smells like it smells like everywhere. It smells like places. You, it, it, it reminds you of places that you've been. It reminds you of Port de Mali. It reminds you of the, the, the ocean air. Um, it reminds you of that very, the, 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 the hot dampness of the jungle. And it reminds you of 20 places you've never been before and have no way of knowing what those places smell you don't know what they are but those are definitely places that you recognize but don't know the breeze feels a little bit warm on your face And you just get this overwhelming sense of for lack of a better way of putting it, being free. And following where the wind takes. And then suddenly it's gone. Edit. 
Alar. You call out, and there is just silence back. Yeah. Anybody else have anything that they want to do throughout the night? You guys do get rooms. However many rooms you want to get, however you arrange the sleeping arrangements. You at least don't have to stand watch over a campfire. Karis is debating with herself whether it's a good idea to go check out what is happening mm-hmm. in our old home. Mm-hmm. Hey, so that's up to you. Be, yeah. She would be pacing her room for a while, kind of debating with herself. There. While also doing her best not to disrupt the disguise. I think in the end she's just gonna bed down. Okay. Yeah, if there's unless there's anything else you guys do, I'll eventually crash out. Get to sleep without having to deal with watch situation. That doesn't stop Quaven from gar- from doing a watch. Obviously. And let's be honest, probably Seeker. I think Seek is probably, like, in the corridor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like you and Quaven in, in the corridor. I think we're starting to develop, like, a like a sort of friendly... Yep, yep, yep. ...comfortable silence thing going on. <laughs> that makes sense. But yeah, you guys eventually get through the night. Nothing attacks you. You don't wake up with vampires creeping into your windows or assassins coming up from under your beds to stab you or into out of the closets or whatever. Everybody wakes up the next morning. You have a full day among you. Actually, when you guys do get up, you guys... Whoever is probably the first to head down to the to the main area... 
the bartender. Probably Cameron. He's okay. military guy. Gets up early. Legit. Bartender looks over. Hey. A uh, message came for you. Oh, yeah? Hands it over. Oh. Look it open. It is. It, it, it's sealed. There is no seal on it. Uh, you break it open. Says, um, it just lists the time. Says 6 p.m. Don't be late. Oh. Mm-hmm. He'll uh, tuck that into his shirt and have breakfast yep. and wait for the others. Alright. Yep. You guys eventually come down. Spend the extra time to ritual cast purify food and drink before eating of less than half of it. Sounds about right. Tries hard to pay attention. Keris probably would have been down quite early as well. We would have just found a corner to sit in. Oh yeah. Uh, Cameron will pass pass Keris the the note as presumably you walk past or something. Mm-hmm. Sounds like eventually we all come down. And then we... Except for the ones I secretly <laughs> messaged to let them know they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you guys all eventually get down. Quavens are in to come down. Well, looks like we're the fight's on tonight. Alright. So I guess we're uh, assuming we're still alive. After that, I guess we'll leave leaving tomorrow morning. Uh, or unless things go really badly, Leaving uh, tonight, I suppose. <laughs> uh, is there anything else we need to get ready for our for what I presume to be a full party of healthy, not dead people climbing over some mountains? We will need to go in and retrieve the clothing. That can be done very easily. She said they should be done this afternoon. Right. Uh, Zerma says we've got all of the, we've got all the 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 supplies. Um. Anybody has anything else? I think we're probably pretty good. I would suggest that Prize and myself stay inside as much as possible until the fight. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, presumably the the note didn't specify, so presumably you know where this is, where it, where it is. 
you would know you'll probably want to go to the uh Karis, you will know you will probably want to go to meet with Ophelia. Fighters usually show up with their house, so to speak. Okay, so is this note saying we should meet her at six? I or mean, I'll let you fight at six. Six o'clock, don't be late. Yeah. I don't know what. If we go to their compound for 5.30, and then if it's, we're not supposed yeah. to be there, we can get right. to the venue before 6. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, then let's go get the rest of that stuff sorted. Cool. Yeah, you spend the day... You guys, you guys go to the closed call. Um, and it's like, it'll, yes, give me, you know, I'm almost done. Give me about a half an hour and I will be able to put the final stuff on it. Uh, and 28 minutes and 30 seconds later, starts coming out and she, she comes out with, uh, on several, uh, um, uh, um, uh, mannequins essentially. Uh, uh, the outfits. And, to her credit, they're very nice outfits. They're not like nobility clothing or anything like that. But she has managed to, to, to put them together in a way. With coloring that complements your 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 particular skin tones, your hair your coloring, hair coloring, eye coloring, um, uh, uh, she seems to be. Excuse me. She seems to be a surprisingly good, considering how little time you guys had interacted with her. Judge of character. So essentially. However, well, you might want it to be baggy or baggy or close fitting, coloring, etc. That's all on you. But it is high quality winter clothing. So Karis's is going to stand out as not being quite the same because of the disguise. It'll be a is little it, bit it, different. Yeah, because if she was matching to skin and hair and eyes and yep. everything, yeah. Naturally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what? I will give her a roll. I imagine the eye color is not disguised, but... Because you did do up-close measurements, too. What was the rose in 19? Yeah. So she's very good, but it is set to your to to the disguises coloring. Uh, it's not literally a miracle worker. Sorry, what did you say? That doesn't really bother Kara. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fair. 
So yeah, you guys pay for that. Alright. It is a pleasure to do to 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 do this work for you. If you're ever in town, you need anything else, feel free to come here. Appreciate your help. Of course. And yeah, you guys basically then just lie low until the time. Um, yeah, um I will take my my mine and prizes disguise kits, presumably the prizes back in the thing, and get them sort of like refilled with stuff, because we've used them. Yeah. As well as finding an apothecary or something to uh make me a poisonous kit, because I I got it from leveling up at some point, but never right. actually got one. You know, I got the ability to use it at a point, but I never had one, so So it may shock you to know this, but in Shady Creek Run, it's pretty easy to get a Poisoner's Kit. Right. So I'll... Other other than that, that's pretty much all I need to do is a couple of things for myself. Cool. Um, You mean the town with Shady in the name has access to Shady? Right, (laughs) right. Yeah. So yeah, It must be be well-oiled, though, because it doesn't break. You are on one today, L. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm on a few things. <laughs> like uh, yeah, otherwise I guess we just, unless, stop me if I'm wrong, wait around until five o'clock and then head over towards to... Alrighty. Are we, heading, are we heading there as a full group or just uh, gladiators? Uh, I think we just all go. We're all going to be going yeah, to we'll the go event. Yeah. Uh, Hiding as bit once again, disguising and cloaks up and everything are two more conspicuous. Well, not more conspicuous, but you know the two members we don't want people to recognize. That's probably pretty fair. It might help for help just to like. It probably helps that there's a whole group of us. So yeah. That said, we probably stand out as a group as well, but. Maybe you're not looking. Maybe you're not looking at the um, the half elf and the human. Uh, wait, sorry, elf and human. When um, Seeker's stomping around, <laughs> I say stomping. He's actually fairly sneaky. Um, when he wants to be, we go to the. We go to see Ophelia. Yep. All right. So you guys make your way there. Um. Once you guys arrive, uh, the guards let you in. They don't give you the, the 20 questions routine this time. Uh, you guys are greeted. Feely is just coming down the stairs. Oh, good. You're, you're early. I like that. So. Still just going to be the two of you, correct? Uh, I Presumably that is what the oh, fight you have yes. set up is for. Yes. Yes, but that's there one of some... my favorite things to do is set up a fight and say, Oh, <laughs> sorry, I honest, the, 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 the details changed. That's okay, right? Oh, the sure, it will be. can't help but say, Oh, no, that will be fine. Because otherwise... He looks scared, and he can't do that. I'm sure that's a great fun for you. I certainly hope that isn't the case when we get there. 
Now I'm sure it'll be just fine. Do I believe her? Do I actually, actually do I believe her? Uh, Are we walking into a trap? I probably should have checked this a while ago. Give me an insight check. You will find out, maybe. 25. I mean, she seems pretty legit. Good. Okay. That's fine. Without she's just a really goddamn good liar. Or both. I mean, there's a certain amount of, like, I if, even if I believe her, it doesn't mean... The, the whole thing is criminals, right? It's, it's, don't trust anybody, so... You're not wrong. Uh, anyway. Anyway. So where do we go? Where is this fight, anyway? Alright, so we will be going... Uh, come... Um, I, well, I assume, by the way, we don't have all of our winter gear with us, because that would be weird if we all turned up wearing mm-hmm. massive winter coats. It would be a little bit <laughs> weird. So that's uh, probably back at our, back at the tavern? Yeah. Funny, though. Okay, just just trying to get my bearings in case we're, like, running out of town. Have to run? Have to escape <laughs> yeah. all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, sorry, continue. No, you're at, Wait, what's um, the name of the town again? <laughs> Shady Creek walk slowly. Uh, Shady Creek, Shady Creek meander. <laughs> Shady Creek meander. <laughs> uh, I mean, sorry, uh, legit river meander. Just one second. Okay. Um. So yeah, she takes you back into her. Not into her, her, her study area. She takes you the other direction. Uh, and this is a much larger sort of a, um, essentially a dining hall. Um, although one that looks like it probably hasn't seen a ton of use in recent memory. Um, it does look, it's still kept in, in moderately decent shape, uh, but it, it just doesn't look, you know, anyways, comes in, uh, there are a couple of her, a couple of her, uh, her family guard, uh, and they are holding um, a chest. He opens it up. If you're representing me, one of the keys of this, uh, one of the keys of, of, of knowing that you're sponsored, and, and he pulls out these little pins. She goes to attach one to your, 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 and she goes to put, I'm sorry, Seeker it is, right? Yes. Is there, is there somewhere I can put this? I mean, I can put it on a cloak, and I can put the cloak around you. That would work. 
I'm not sure what they're asking me. He has a pin. He's trying to pin it. <laughs> ah, on. right. I... So, um, I think Seeker will present, like, uh, like one of the upper, like a bicep kind of area that's got, like, some woody bits on it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's just, like, there. Fair enough, that'll work. He's going to try um, and do the thing that Warforge can do with armor. Okay. Yeah. And, like, sort of semi-absorb it. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So it so 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 the emblem then sort of gets just sort of embedded there. Mm-hmm. That works. And she grins widely at that because he's sort of fanged. You see, you've seen them when she's talking, but they're definitely more evident when she bits a group. She definitely she has. Sort of the traditional tiefling fang teeth. Like, I like that. One of these days, it's uh, my understanding is you have, you, 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 you'll want to be leaving soon after we're done with this. But one of these days, you must come back and we must talk. So I find you very intriguing. I will attempt to do so. Wonderful. Alright. Let's go. And she proceeds to head out. As coming with the... the she, ta- she heads out. As she's going, you see... Once she gets out out of the the uh end of the yard. Uh a couple a couple other of the guards besides the the couple that were already inside uh join up. Uh one of them sort of whispers in her ear. She gives sort of a look of annoyance but nods. I apologize for the for the rudeness of my family. It sounds as if my My siblings will not be joining us. It seems like they have other business to attend to. It's okay, they're much more boring than I am. And yes, you guys make your way along to... Sort of the center of town. Hmm. Where Inter that's right, Zerima so says she's gonna potentially help, so yeah, they are with you. Um And you guys move past Clover Alley to exactly as as Ophelia described it. There is sort of in the center of town it it, it it's a very noticeable landmark. Uh, this large silo. 
can see where it very clearly at one point was a windmill. The um, there's probably a term for them that I can remember when it's not when it's not 4:45 in the morning, but the fan blades are are no longer <laughs> no longer there. Sayus. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's that <clears throat> that modern song that was invented for windmill keepers to remind them to like look out for stuff. You know the one. It's on it was on YouTube like everywhere and TikTok for a bit. <laughs> it's like music, 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 music. Sail Oh, oh God. Uh <laughs> fucking AWOL Nation. Uh, it's just it's to it's to remind them to keep out of the way, you know. Yep. Oh for sure. Um, we dodged through the the the, the fan blades <laughs> or the sails. <laughs> oh, like how if anyone yells out "duck," you have to look to find the duck. Yes, exactly. But yes, you you guys make your way in, and the inside is very much converted into sort of a multi-level. Uh, a tavern slash house of gambling games den of sin kind of thing. There are multiple levels you guys come in, obviously, on the ground floor, and you are just, you enter into sort of this throng of, of, Humanity or demi-humanity because this is D and D. Um, Actually, before we go in, sorry, no um, problem. I'll just like, uh, pardon me. I, I was wondering, should I do my thing now? It only it lasts for like an hour. I should probably inspect one of one of you guys' blades too. Or, or do we still have time? Oh. How long before the uh, fight? We will... You're, you're doing a thing. If it's an hour, we should be good. You guys will be going up second. These fights don't last that long as a rule. Okay. Okay, so I will hand over one of the rings to Cameron. Okay. But just keep this on, and if you stay within 60 feet, definitely, it, it, it will work. Okay. Uh, try to stay near the edge of the arena, then. Okay. And uh, I will cast in order Warding Bond. Yep. Uh, I will cast aid, targeting uh, myself, Seeker, and uh, Cameron. Okay. Slay of. And I will cast and concentrate on enhance ability for Cameron for Cat's uh, Grace. Okay. So dexterity on uh, advantage on dex save or dex and yeah. checks. Yes. Not saves, checks. And is that and temporary hit points, is it? No, that's for the 
the constitution one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, you, you get advantage on dex points. checks and you don't take damage from falling 20 feet or less. Yep. Cool. Uh, you, uh, myself, uh, Seeker, and you have five extra hit points and an extra maximum for yeah. eight hours. And yeah, you have a plus one bonus to AC and saving throws and resistance to all damage. So I have, <clears throat> sorry, I have what of that? Uh, you have the five extra and uh, maximum extra bonus hit points. Oh, so my, 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 my max goes up. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Temporarily, but ideal is temporarily. Okay, I don't know how to do that on roll 20, but okay. You can, if you click on your your uh, hit points. Ah, got it, got it. Yeah. There's a modifier. So not, temp, not temp HP, actual Correct. modifier. Correct, actual HP. Got it. <clears throat> okay, whatever. Uh, Hakim will repeat. Uh, which one of you wants to blade inspected? Well, inspected in <laughs> and provide some. Uh, for the Camera. sake of just no. Well, hold on. For the sake of like figuring this out, what is the effect of whatever it is that you're doing? Because it might be something that one. Magic that weapon. Is that plus just one. plus? Oh, plus just plus one. Okay, and magic. Presumably. Yeah, the weapon becomes a magical plus one weapon. Yep. Uh, yeah, sure, I'll take it. I guess. All right. Uh, I also, I guess, while we're doing this, um, apply the poison that she gave us to yep. each of my short swords, just and depending on if roll me a poisoner's check. Dexterity based. Uh, Dexterity with that. proficiency. With advantage. Yeah. Yep. Is there a button that just lets me do this properly? No, there really isn't. Um, okay, fine. It's just this plus two, I guess. Advantage from Cascrease. Oh. Wow. Cool. Terribly. It's not uh, great. It's a nine. Uh, you know what? This is this not. Um, you want an inspiration? That I was thinking about it. Um, you've got it. I know I've got it, but I'm also about to get into a fight, which is where inspiration might be helpful. Um, you know what? Fine. Yes, yeah, sure. I'll use my inspiration. Okay. So here is my. There you go. That nineteen. That's much better. Good. You don't accidentally you don't accidentally wound yourself with it. <laughs> Good. Look, it's um, not as easy to surreptitiously apply. Yeah. I mean, I already have the proficiency, so I should. It's yeah. <laughs> yep. Unfortunately, that is. Covers it. Um, cool. All right. So I guess I need to also find the find ways to add all these other modifiers now too, don't I? What was it? I got a plus is one. Enough, is there enough poison for uh, Seeker's blade? Uh, you know what? With a nineteen, I would say yes. You you were not able. You were able to be very efficient with it. If you want to apply some to Seeker's blade, you can as well. Well, do so. 
Uh, 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 hey, uh, prize. How how much hit point? How many hit points do you have? Uh, sorry. What what do you mean? <laughs> hey, Al. How many prize hit points does Price have? Thirty-one now. Okay, that's fine. That's actually more than I have, so that's fine. Yeah, I was just like, I I have this picture of Price as this frail, stick thin elf thing, and I'm like, oh great, oh, she uh, she's giving me this thing. Oh, and she takes the pits as well. Fantastic. <laughs> Yeah, th- this isn't my other uh, other character. Where at level five, I might be reaching double digits HP soon. Yeah, right. Okay. You should, no, unfortunately, Zach the one playing that character. This game. <laughs> no, yeah. you didn't have enough 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 terrible stats to also make a terribly constitution based yeah, character. I'm you had to bit... put all the terrible ones into wisdom, uh, intelligence. But yes, <laughs> I, I am a little bit disappointed at how well I rolled. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's fine. And then I, so I need to find a plus one. Hmm. So plus one from the um, from the magic magic weapon from mm-hmm. that, and I've done the hit points and plus one AC somehow. Where do I find this? I'll figure that out. Continue on while I yeah, figure out how okay. to add. So yeah, extra you guys, things. you guys push in. Uh, you guys find a place. You guys, because you are not the first fight, you guys actually go up to the second floor first because you're following Ophelia. Uh, you guys take a seat. Uh, go to, uh, and there is a, there is a, um, a Goliath, uh, uh, a man in the ring. Which is about 15 feet below you. Uh, it's not the tallest ceiling down the throat from, from there. Um, and he is very much the, the circus barker type. Uh, he does introductions and stuff. Uh, Karis. You can roll me a perception roll. Okay. So from where you are, you are looking across. And first you're sort of looking down at the fight. And then you glance back at Ophelia. So you're sure she is looking like directly across the uh, across the big hole in the floor between between you guys because I mean the the other side of the railing on the other side of the ring, um, and there is in the in their own cellar, sort of private VIP box basically, like what you guys are in currently, um. You see a, 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 a family. Um, and you see a, an older man. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably in his seventies or so. 
Still looks pretty, 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 uh, 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 vibrant. Um, definitely has sort of a reserved, sort of disdainful look about the whole mass of humanity below him. Um, you see the, uh, uh next to him is a younger woman, uh, in, in, in her twenties. Uh, definitely gives off the impression of, like, granddaughter or something like that. There's that family lineage thing. Too young, you hope to be daughter. Um, very similar coloring. Uh, 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 has her, uh, sort of darker hair pulled back into a very tight, uh, ponytail. Um, he definitely gives off roguey sort of sort of uh uh demeanor in her clothing and sort of the way that she's that she's sitting uh the way her eyes are sort of darting around and then off to the older man's right, you see somebody very familiar yay. Race does not look like he has looked in your direction. He does not, he has not recognized you that you can tell. He doesn't seem to be interested in the same sort of stare across the, the, the arena at each other that Ophelia and you are assuming it's Ionissa. He looks like he's more interested in the fight itself. The good news, he's not looking your way, but you definitely see him. I would shrink back into the shadows as much as I can. Okay. Kind of position myself behind Ophelia. Mm-hmm. Sort of in a bodyguard type position. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and make myself as invisible as possible without casting invisible. Okay. What is perhaps... What is perhaps most disturbing to you mm-hmm. is not him. Although, of interesting note, roll me... I will actually have you roll me... Uh, I'll make this an intelligence roll, but with advantage, because this person is such a strong impression in your mind. Okay. Why is it not letting me roll with advantage? Okay. I've got the advantage. Yes. So... He seems in a weird way. I mean, he's terrifying, obviously. Mm-hmm. He seems somehow lesser than you remember him. He looks... I mean, he's hes a vampire. He's gaunt. But he looks gaunter. He looks a little bit... Th- he looks thinner. He looks generally a little bit weaker than you remember him being. Uh, 
he isn't quite as full of life, stolen life as it may be, as you nor as 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 you remember him, at least in your mind's eye. That could be a perspective thing, but he definitely he's sort of leaning back or leaning forward, but sort of sort of leaning down in his chair a little bit. He 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 definitely looks a little bit weaker than you would have expected. Um, the creepy thing is you see, uh, maybe it's because he's weaker, you see he has a couple individuals um, uh, at his back, uh, sort of at each shoulder, sort of standing behind, standing behind him. Uh, each of them has sort of a hand on his shoulder, uh, uh, sort of, sort of just, just standing by his sides and backing him up. Um, they're women. Um, and they're not, it's not exact. But they look awfully reminiscent of the last time you looked in a mirror. Mm. She would definitely do a double take um, and then try and hide the fat. Yep. Last time you looked in a mirror and weren't disguised, I should say. Yeah. Like, they are, they're definitely darker skinned. They have similar hair coloring. Um, yeah. about the same age. It would seem Reese has a type. <laughs> or has developed a type. Yes. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you guys settle in. Watch the first fight. And the first fight is not between... Uh, uh, the Mar- Ophelia does not have any other fighters with her tonight. The Jagantas do have a couple other fighters. But they are... This is between the two other families. Um, the Udalots... And the, as I look for the other family's name, because of the Trebane family, which, for kind of a lack of a better way to put it, the Udalots are a little bit more of the brutish families between the four. They are... More, I, uh, more thuggish on the whole, at least in terms of the people that they employ. The Ulas themselves are very refined and, and perhaps even more so than, 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 than the Trevains or the, or the, uh, uh But their fighters, are very 
rough and tumble, very scarred. And you see a couple, couple big, sort of bruiser half orc types uh, uh, take on a couple of the Trebanes. It doesn't look like this is any kind of particular malice or anything like that. This is just purely for the sport of it. And you watch as they engage in what, for people who probably haven't seen gladiatorial fights, just looks like a knockdown drag out with weapons. Try to murder each other without murdering each other with. Or fight. How much effort are they putting into not murdering each other? They are actually putting forth effort. Okay. They are trying not to kill each other, but also there doesn't seem to be any open malice in this situation. Like, if you're going in there just to fight for fight, fight because it makes your family money, you don't necessarily want to kill the, the people that you're in the ring with because then that just makes those people want to, the, the, their, their, their family want to kill you later. It's for sport. Yeah, exactly. Like, for most gladiators, it's just for, it, it is just for the glory of the fight, for the money, for the fame, etc. But it is also absolutely brutal beating, you know, cutting within an inch of life, etc. But they do pull back and they stop. It is over very quickly. Uh, the, the, the Trebanes, who were a, a, a pair of gnomes, um, very quickly make short work of the Utilos fighters. Lots of dodging, lots of, lots of, uh, uh, quick attacks, and they essentially just whittle them down. There is a lot of cheering that goes up. You see, if you guys look around, you can see there is a whole lot of betting and money changing hands, etc. Just before the fight ends, Ophelia sort of leans back and goes, You, it's, it, it's time, dears. It's time for you to go down and get ready. Good luck. And mm-hmm. wh- whoever goes down is going down. Is there anybody staying up here still? Staying up. I would stay up so okay. I can keep an eye on the jackal. I am not taking my eyes off of that threesome. Oh, legit. Um, uh, Quaven will also. Hmm. No, yes, Quaven and Zarema both are also staying up here. I will gesture to Prize to come with down to okay. the edge and sort of point at the ring. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, you guys come down. Oh, actually, sorry. Actually, unless the arena and the whole thing is, like, all still within 60 feet of this booth. If it's not going to help, then... It might be. No, whatever. it is within 60 feet. Yes. Like the whole whole arena would be within sixty feet of where we are now. Correct. 
Okay, then it doesn't. She, then she doesn't need to come any closer. Okay, so. I, I, I will still that big. I'll, I'll still follow down because okay. uh, I heard that you could register like a, a personal cleric, like fight advisor type thing. Yep. And at least that way I can get close if anything else happens to come up. Cool. All right. Um, just before we sort of go through, or just like as we're in the getting yep. ready to go out, um, Amran is going to kneel down and say a quiet prayer uh, to the Raven Queen. Cool. You guys, yeah, you guys, once you go down, you are met by a, a fairly, um, fairly grizzled looking dwarven woman. Uh, she stops you guys, notices your, notices your, your, uh, your emblems. You're my next fighters. All right, come this way. Come this way. They, she puts you at, at sort of a sort of one end. All right. Uh, so here's what's gonna have Uh, Belker's gonna 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 do your intros. What's your names? Look at Seekers of Shrug. Cameron Seeker. Your Lexi, she well. deadpans you guys for a second. <laughs> right. Cameron Seeker. Great. Alright. Anyways. And she, yeah, she, she, she looks at one of the key goes out and is clearly informing the Barker. Um, so this is gonna be Quick overrun of the rules. Non-lethal if you can help it. Non-lethal if you can help it. I understand. Your family don't like their family. Just make my job, keep my job easy. Um. Close. Outside of that, oh. No outside interference. Please. Uh, fight has to stay in the arena. Outside of anything's game. Any questions for those exceptionally simple rules that I assume if you understand the words coming out of my mouth, you understand? Perfect. I think we're, I think we're fine. Nolds. I've got a good feeling about you too. Said with the tone of, I do not have a good feeling about you too. Where, where do you want me? Oh yeah, this is our cleric. He's just that she's here to, you know, in case things go badly. Stay there. Uh, she, she will actually grab you by the arm, by the shoulders, push you into a position which is sort of right near the edge of the of the arena. 
Stay right there. As, as you wish. Don't break Sorry. the rules. Great. You two, Seeker and, and Cameron, you guys step up. You guys who are up top, here are the Barker. You guys see, see, see the runner come out to the Barker. Same thing that had happened before. See him. There's a brief exchange of confusion. There is a brief pinching of the nose. And then he starts to do introductions. Representing House, uh, House Mardoon. Cameron and Seeker. Yo. And then he does the introduction for the other representing House Jagentoth. Uh, and he goes into a fairly long spiel. Maybe like something a little bit more prepared. Um, one of our deadliest, one of our, one of our most, um, uh, toughest fighters. Um, somebody who has left a string of, of, of broken bodies. Mostly still alive, etc. Uh, 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 Kira. And there's another one whose name I forgot to write down, so it's, it's there's another fighter. <laughs> and you guys see these two people come out. Kira looks like she is in. She doesn't look like much, really. Like, for trained fighters, there's this moment when you see her. She is, uh, you're guessing maybe 25, 26 years old, something like that. Uh, human. Maybe five and a half feet tall. Uh, sort of shoulder length blonde hair. Maybe 110 pounds. Not wearing armor. Um, she's wearing, looks like it, it looks like it's something more for style than anything else. Uh, with a, with a, a pair of, uh, knuckles on. Thanks to him. Her sort of a, looks like he's maybe, maybe, three, Again, half elf in this case, thirty-five, forty, somewhere like that. He actually does look a little bit more. He's wearing splint armor, uh, as a, has a as a, a a sword, a scimitar specifically. Um, they sort of come in. They sort of take in the 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 um uh. Take in the applause. And Ophelia sort of leans over, very, very, very interested. At sudden, as she's watching uh, Kira, specifically. As you guys down in the arena... See Kira's body start to sort of ripple a little bit. 
and sort of shift. And it suddenly grows much more muscular. Hand, fingers sort of elongate. Ears elongate. Nose, nose and mouth sort of builds out. As she starts to change into some kind of human-wolf hybrid, I knew there would be more to this than than it seemed. There's a brief moment, and you can go ahead and roll me another herbalism roll at the or uh, uh, poisoners get roll at this point. Uh oh, okay, sure. Intelligence based. Oh, okay. Uh, I guess it's just. I guess it's this because that has proficiency on it. That'll do. We eighteen. We walked into a town, right? Where there are, let me just get this straight. Uh-huh. There are two families. <clears throat> they don't like each other. <clears throat> one family has at least one member that can turn in. Well, that has turned into a vampire. Yep. And the other family has no. at least one member. Same no. family. Oh, same family. Yes. Okay, that's where I got confused. No, I did so not literally create underworld. Okay, I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Jeremy, I, this is not World of Darkness. You could have run that. <laughs> I, Listen, I, I, was I tried Twilight. to get you guys to run that. No, um, no, no. <laughs> Same family. Right. Cameron. So thankfully not Twilight. No, no, definitely not Twilight. It suddenly hits you what might be that, what that, 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 that poison might be. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing I I I not I don't know what the specifics are, but I'm like, yep, it's going to be specific to her. It's not just yep. random poison. Yep. Can I make it? Can I make a guess? You can make a guess. Like in, out of character, not in character. Right? Uh, is it Wolfsbane? That's part of it. <laughs> it is no, a particular it's infusion. Of certain things, but as I was some kind of some kind of silver, maybe. Could it's be. funny as as I was um you know modifying my beyond you know D and D Beyond thing to add the plus one for the magic weapon. There's a in the modifier thing. There's a little checkbox that says silver, and I was like, maybe I should have <laughs> like gone and like found like some silver like weapons or something just while just we were preparing case. for you know, yeah. Yeah, Might well, be. but it, again, it's a weird town, so... I mean, that is legit. But, uh, it, it, but it'll be fine, and just click the magic thing, and just off to go. But, yep. Cool. But as you see this transformation take place, and you're like, oh, that's what we're fighting. <laughs> awesome! <laughs> that is what we'll go ahead and end it for this week. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hello. Goodbye.